Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I am Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon. He's one of the employee owners at Tab Computers. He comes in and helps me out with your computer comments, questions, and concerns. It's a nice rainy morning here. Uh, Saturday morning, nothing out there for you guys to do, right? So get on and get online with us over here at Computer Talk. We're here, a couple of pasty white computer geeks in studio. Um, here to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. 860-522-9842 is the number. I don't know, that guy told you earlier something about an 800 number, but we don't know what he's talking about, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I don't know. We're working on that. Uh, Joey will fix that eventually. Uh, 860-522-9842 is the number. Feel free to get online. We'll do our best to help you out. We're here till 11 o'clock. And uh, as usual and customary, we do have some uh, technology news to discuss with you, huh? Oh, we do. This is a, this is a story about the TikTok app, which oh, yeah. is burning up the internet, mm-hmm. apparently. The app is burning up the internet? Well, not literally, but no, I mean, there's a lot of activity on it, yep. let's say. Yep. Okay. Yep. And this is a double-pronged story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, one of the FCC commissioners recently um, came out and asked Google and Apple to remove the TikTok app, TikTok app from their stores, right. their app stores. Right. Uh, it's Chinese owned. Yes. And his concerns are that Chinese parties, including the government, are getting at Americans' data through it. Right. Uh, now, the there's a backstory to this and a reason why he issued that request Mm -hmm. uh buzzfeed did an uh investigation and determined that there are people working for them in china who are tapping into americans data that came from the tiktok app right now the tiktok people are saying they say all the time that american tiktok data is kept in the united states Mm -hmm. and who knows maybe they do have a you know, data center here in the U.S. and all that data is sitting there. Mm-hmm. But BuzzFeed revealed that there are people in China who are looking at that data. Yeah, it doesn't matter where the data right. is. It's right. I mean, it's it's a global internet for crying out loud. <laughs> right. So how does it matter that the data is housed in U.S. data centers? I mean, yeah. that's just such a transparent 
fable. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe that people actually think that that matters. Right, but right. apparently it does. At any rate, um, you know, I, this is something that we've talked about. You know, be careful where your data is and who owns the company that's got it. We've talked about this you know, as far as being an issue. I brought it up with my kids. They poo-poo me every time. And yeah. that was like years ago I brought this up. It's a Chinese company. Right. And we also talk about making sure that your antivirus is from a trusted source. Right. And watch out for antivirus that comes from Eastern Europe. Right. Because certain parties can get into that information, right. too. Even Kaspersky, which is Russian. Right. And, and, and everyone's finally warning on that as well. Right. We don't have any problem with Chinese people. No. It, the and, Chinese Communist Party is the folks you have to be right. careful with. Uh, and that's the ones that are looking at your data. Right. And. That's correct. I mean, you're not necessarily indicting the people that are even hosting the app. And when it comes to companies like Kaspersky, my personal opinion Mm -hmm. is that they are good guys. Evgeny Kaspersky, who founded it, is a good guy. Right. He's just a victim of his own government. he's inside Russia. Right. So, you know, that data is there and the Russian government can get at it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's and there isn't a whole lot that he can do. No. So well, he doesn't want to end up in Siberia. Well, that's no fun. Well, I mean, even kind of, well, it's if, getting warmer. Even if they do arrest him <laughs> and throw him into a, a gulag. gulag in Siberia, I mean, they're going to get that data. Right. So it doesn't matter whether he resists them or not. Anyway, yeah, that's an important consideration. Yeah, and it's a reason why I will never have the TikTok app. TikTok app on any of my devices. Say that three times fast. TikTok app. TikTok app. TikTok app. <laughs> he did it. He did it. <laughs> All right. So please, you know, I know most of you who are listening are of an age who probably don't have TikTok on that, but many of your kids do. If you're 25 and under, you do. Guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, in other news, this is kind of rich. Um, this is from The Register, my favorite UK tech blog. Um, so the folks at Apple, you know, they're very interested in making sure... They're on the up and up, right? On the up and up in general, right? They want to be an upstanding company. Of course, they've got um, – this story has to do with one of their, their most senior legal executives. Um, basically, is the, this guy is named Gene Levoff, and his job was to make sure he would keep – you know, uh, limit insider trading from occurring, right? So if you're on the inside of Apple, right, you're on the inside, you know new products coming out. You know, they don't want to find engineers buying a bunch of stock or vice versa. They might have information saying, you know, Apple's not doing so good. You start selling your stock. Insider trading is what they, you know, ask Martha Stewart. She knows. <laughs> um, so this guy uh, who's in charge of trying to keep insider trading to a minimum was just found guilty and had to plead to six counts of what? Insider trading. What? <laughs> He earned himself $227,000 and avoided 377000 in losses. So that's a nice $500,000 swing. Whoa. Yes, he was able to move around his money because, of course, he was using insider information. Really? Yep. I, I don't, you don't say. I don't say. I'll go ahead and put the link up there for you guys to read the story. But again, you can't make this kind of stuff up. Uh he could he couldn't claim ignorance, of course, because he had all the information right there in front of him, and he had everything. Of course, he's going to get a nice possible twenty years in prison, which would be nice. But nobody gives these guys twenty years in prison. He'll probably have twenty two, days in prison. Ah, uh, yeah, I was going to say maybe two months, but yeah, you're right. And this is per count, and there's six counts, um, and a five million dollar fine. So I hope at least they whack him for the fine. Uh, we'll see what happens, and uh, we'll put a link up there for you guys. But you can't make it up. 
Wow. What else you got there, Dennis? Well, uh, Carnival Cruises is in trouble. Oh, no. They had so much... Oh. COVID, in, first it was COVID, and now it's what? Well, this this actually predates COVID. Oh. Back in 2019, yeah. they had an internal email account that was sending spam to other addresses. Okay. And they uh, were able, there were criminals who had managed to hijack a bunch of their Office 365 accounts. Yep, happens all the time. And, uh, well, Carnival Cruises got fined $6 million. Ooh. Because of multiple cyber attacks that followed from that. From the compromised email attacks. Right. Right. And they were not quite honest in their disclosures about these cyber attacks and the extent of the data that got exfiltrated. Well, Well, let's see, Dennis. So when you go on a carnival cruise and you're going internationally, what might you have to give those guys that they would hang on to? Oh, I mean, things like your passport. Oh, gee. Social security Um, numbers. Social security. Oh, there's all kinds of stuff that's in those cruise records. Gotcha. And that's what was compromised? Uh, Some of it, yes. Gotcha. Uh, They're not entirely sure how much of it because Carnival hasn't entirely been honest, and that's why they got fined. Hmm, But aren't they like a Panama company? They're not even America. Well, the ships are registered out of Panama. Ah, gotcha. The company, I believe, is headquartered in Miami. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, again, 365 gets compromised often. All the time, it's unfortunately. A, it's one of the biggest targets out there. Oh, sure. And then once they're in and reading your email, then they can figure out how to, and then and then send mail on your behalf to get ac- access to more information, right? The bad guys ask somebody else within your organization who they've read, oh, you're part of IT. Hey, I'll act, act like I need access. Yeah. They give them access. Yeah, and uh, hey, most uh, Office 365 accounts are eligible for Two-factor authentication, so right. why not just freaking set it up? Oh, it's too much trouble. Come on. It's too much trouble, Dennis. Come on. <laughs> In other news, uh, this is something we I kind of touched on a little bit last week. We had this. This went back. It was back back to 2017. As the, as the Bitcoin craze, underlying craze, took off in 2017, a Long Island iced tea company sent its share price spiking as much as 380% Merely by a- announcing a pivot from making iced tea to working in blockchain. They changed their name what? to Long Blockchain Corp. <laughs> <laughs> and again, we talked about crypto being part of the greater fool theory. If you can t- if you can convince that many fools to crank up an iced tea company's stock 380% by simply merely announcing the word blockchain in your name, again, you guys deserve to lose your money as far as I'm concerned. Um, but they're finally going to go ahead and have their insider trading uh, files have been charged and uh, they have been delisted. Thank goodness, because they never did anything with blockchain. They never intended to. Right. They just That's wanted to fraud. get as many people to buy their silly stock because they were called blockchain. And they knew there's a ton of fools out there who don't understand how this technology works, or what even what it is. And they go ahead and buy iced tea uh, shares. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, I mean, it's terrible that they did that, but. How stupid are people yes. to just go along with it? Well, it turns out they are breathtakingly stupid. Yeah, um, wow. So basically, uh, I wanted to bring that up so you guys, kind of like an update. Um, we'll put the link up there for you guys to read as well. So we're going to be here till 11. We are live, and it's a nice cloudy morning out there for you guys. Two lines open for you. Two lines are, uh, are occupied. So feel free to get online, 860-522-9842, or WTIC. That is the number to call. 
And, of course, we are over on the old Facebooks. If uh, Zuckerberg deems us worthy, if you want to watch us uh, do our work here uh, through the Facebook Live, you can over at uh, WTIC's Facebook page, and you can post questions in there as well. Like it and share it so Zuckerberg deems us worthy. And uh, everything we talk about, too, will be posted by Mike G over at computertalkwithtab.com. He'll post it on the Facebooks. We'll get it to the Twitters. We'll get it out there to you so you don't have to remember what we're talking about. You don't have to say, hey, what were they talking about? No, it's right there, computertalkwithtab.com. We'll be right back. Good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Yes, we did say Carolyn could play what she wanted. <laughs> Tis the season, kids. Uh, we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 860-522-9842. But we're going to get to your calls right away now. We're going to go to Margaret, who is on the line first, and let's see what we can do for her. What's going on, Margaret? Hang on. i got to hit the button twice right now. There we go. What's going on, Margaret? Good morning. Morning. Listen, I used to be able to do... A lot of computer stuff. But right. I don't need more because it's just too exhausting. <laughs> we hear you. <laughs> Definitely hear you. It just wears me out. Yes. You know, all I want to do is pay my bills and right. keep my recipes. There it is. That's all you want, Margaret. You don't want much. Yeah, I, I'm not asking much, am no. I? But honestly, I used to be able to do a lot. But anyway, my friends and I want really want to know. Should we upgrade to Microsoft 211 or not? And right. if not, why not? Or, yes, I, I know you talked about it. I missed it, but you talked about it months ago or whatever. Yeah, yeah. we talk about it quite a bit these days. I, I'm sorry if I'm being, you know. No, no, you're not. It's a common question. and, and it's, it's a very good question, too. And so we're as time goes on, we'll be more open to saying go ahead and upgrade. But you don't have to. All Does right. it make any difference? Uh, just I an, have 210. Just another number, <laughs> as yeah, far as I'm concerned. Right, exactly. Um, it'll, they'll say there's some improvement. And, and Dennis, do you want to speak to any changes or improvement well, that you've seen? I, with my own laptop, which is right here. Running 11. Running Windows 11. Mm -hmm. It has actually performed better. I meant to say Windows 11. I'm no, sorry. That's okay. I, we know. We, 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 we know. get what you're talking about. It's not a problem. But I have, I'm running Windows 11 on it. It actually runs better. Okay. Than it did with ten. Okay, mm -hmm. now that isn't going to happen with every machine. No, and unfortunately, there is very little way to predict whether that will happen. Right. Okay. Even Microsoft's tool that says you're compatible has been wrong, even it's, within their own surfaces. Yes, it's been. Oh yeah, the surface. Mm -hmm. Oh well, we won't even go to the Microsoft Surface headache. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, right. But if I'm working with Windows ten, mm -hmm. am I inhibited somehow or no? no. Broke no. down or whatever. Not in any way. Not mm -hmm. in any way. Windows 10 is a fine operating system all by itself. The only downside to it is that it will uh, go off of uh, support in 2025. Okay. Right. Yeah, plenty of now. Sorry, if you it will go off what in it'll it'll end, support for it will end in 2025. Well, guess what, guys? I'm not going to be alive then. Oh no! no, no I on, don't want to hear that. Oh, no, please. Gee. No, it doesn't make any difference to me. Oh, well, my. here's the thing: if you've got an older computer, mm -hmm. I mean, maybe it's already five or six years old. No, I have a new computer. All right, good. Yeah, it'll last. It'll last, and and so will you, Margaret. You're going to be around, and yes, maybe. Sure. You you should have an opportunity to upgrade it to Windows 11 later as that 2025 date comes closer. Yeah, 
out. But what's the glitch with um, Windows 11 right now? Because I heard you one time. I should have taken notes, and I okay. did not. There's many glitches. You'll never again. We well, won't know specifically until your individual hardware shows it. Right, and uh, there were some glitches with uh, VPN connections initially that were just not working at all. Uh, there's also the problem that Windows 11 doesn't have Internet Explorer in it oh. anymore. And anyone who requires that, typically for a business reason, it's not home users. Ironically, maybe it. her favorite recipe site is only going to uh, use yeah, possible. Explorer, and she'll never get her recipe again. But Parmesan. Ah, <laughs> All right. Yeah, print it out. At any rate, that that is missing. So for a lot of businesses especially, that becomes a non-starter for them. Right. Um, but, you know, it, it... We're always going to be conservative. We're always going to tell you to wait. Right. And just go ahead and wait. And so as the bottom line is, gentlemen, that I don't have a problem with Windows 2.10 right now. Right, exactly. None. So, so move so I on. I can be perfectly happy. You, you've yes. got better things to concern yourself with. Right. Yep. Oh, yeah, I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Margaret. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thanks for calling. <laughs> bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Hopefully she's here in 2025. Come on, guys. Let's go on to uh, Ray in Wallingford. What's happening there, Ray? Good morning. Good morning, sir. Uh, the woman that you just spoke to, she had part of my question. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Windows 10. I see that there's always the option to update to version 21H2. I called you late last year. You said wait till the spring. We're now to the summer. Should mm-hmm. I continue to wait? Uh, go ahead and take 21H2. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Take that. But but wait for Windows 11. Again, you you don't need it. Okay. <laughs> you could always you can uh, upgrade it. Dennis did it. I did it. Uh, I did it mostly because I had to know how it works. Right. Yeah. And, no, I understand. You know, I, I mean that's need... that's me. And yeah. but and it does. I'm telling you, this computer works better with 11. Right. It just does. Yeah. And I'm uh-huh. very happy with it. But. I that experience does not translate to everybody else's computer, right? Unfortunately, right, right, right. Well, again, I don't want to be the guinea pig. <laughs> well, you're, the longer you wait, the, the, the more less guinea pigs. Be- will... Guinea pigging, you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Others will have tabby issues. We, we all seem to be beta testers for Windows every day. Yeah. Every every Tuesday, actually. When they, <laughs> well, every patch, patch Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah, it were now. It happens every, every, every Tuesday. Every every second Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, that's our lives. All right. Well, I will uh, take the leap and go to twenty one H two and right. <clears throat> wait a few more months on de- deciding what I want to do on eleven. Sounds good, Ray. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. You got it. You too. Bye-bye. It is one of those things, right? I mean, we're always going to be very conservative when it comes to updates and patches. Um, we, we we need you to update and patch, right, for security reasons. Correct. But then if you get the latest and greatest and then it breaks on you, I mean, often Microsoft will have to withdraw patches and change things because their patch broke stuff. Right. And they have a whole protocol meant to do that. Right. So that should tell you something right there. Right. And they bricked. <laughs> "Quote unquote bricked equipment in some of the oh, yeah, their even their own, own surfaces, yeah, right. So uh, you know, part of our problem is we, and being in IT, we just don't want you to break it if you can't, if you don't have to. So we're going to be here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to uh, get online. Two lines open for you: eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Also, we're on the old Facebooks. So if you want to go to WTIC's Facebook page, 
You can join the conversation there, too, right there in the chat area. If you get a question, put it in there. We'll try to get it on the air as well. And everything's been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. The name of the show.com. It also works. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. One line open for you. Feel free to get online. I do love that uh, <laughs> forecast, wear sunscreen. There was a great uh, song <laughs> in the 80s that talked about wearing sunscreen. Gave oh, all sorts right, of advice. right, right, right. And the final advice was to wear sunscreen. So thank you. We will do so. Let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to Dave in Enfield next. What's happening, Dave? Hey, how are you today? Good, sir. How are you? Not too bad. Um, listen, I had a problem with my laptop. Unfortunately, I am not home at the moment where I can actually go through this with you, but I can do it from memory. Okay. Uh, after the power came back, I went to boot up, and I got a black screen with words that said something to the effect of uh, a lost partition. And every time I tried to, you know, I powered down, waited a few, powered it back up, got the same thing. Uh I was able to get around it by hitting, was it F10 or something like that, to get to a, what looked like a safe screen. And the list said um, to start it up. I had Windows, I have Windows 10 on it. Yep. And when I hit that, it brought it back up. But every time I sign off, I have to do that from now on. Is there a way around it? So wait a minute. You can get in by going to force a safe mode, then you reboot, and it lets it come up? It gives me a list of options, you know, like going to BIOS and all this other stuff. But I saw one that said start Windows 10, something along that line. It was one, like start a Windows guy. 10 normally. No, not, the word normally wasn't even there. Okay. It just start Windows 10. And I did. And it came up. Hmm. But in all honesty, I'm afraid to turn the computer off again. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, so is it running right now? Uh, it was running when I left the house. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing you do when you get back to the house is back it up. 
if there's any data on there you need. Um, copy it to whatever media you want to copy it to, just in case. It sounds to me like you have a hard drive issue of some kind, um, some sort of boot partition issue or boot sector error. Yeah, um, and, and I would, I'm just thinking it might be at a hardware level. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's over 50% chance. But if he's doing it, so he's actually either booting it like without network support or he's booting it without something, right? Because that's what his, his options are to boot with, not normally, yes, with some sort of modification and that modification could be part of the co- the issue. Can you get to the internet and do any kind of work when you've booted in this way? Yeah, once I'm up I can I can use it like I've always used it. Interesting. It's just a question of getting to that point hmm. starting it, you know, by basically turning the computer on and having it go through its its cycle to get to, you know, my desktop. Um do, I don't have that feature anymore. Do you have a thumb drive stuck on the side of that thing or anything? Any other kind of drive stuck, uh, connected to it? No, the only the only thing I have hooked up to it is um, is an HDMI cable so that I can uh, watch the internet over the TV instead of on the little screen. Yeah, okay. Because sometimes people leave drives that are stuck in, and they they try to boot from it. Go ahead. I, I wonder if uh, boot repair will do it. Um, but you should back it up first. Oh, abs- Eric is right. First task is to back up any data that you want to keep, hmm. uh, because if it is a hardware problem, you may not get it back again. Uh, so back that up. Get everything on a safe, safe drive somewhere. Right. Then uh, we can uh, provide a link to a site. It'll. It's actually on uh, Microsoft's uh, tech support site, and you can go through some troubleshooting to fix boot problems. Okay. All right. Uh, I will admit it's an older laptop, and the only reason I use it. Is because of the uh, the peripherals. I have four USB ports, and uh, I can't find anything like that. Plus, an actual on-off switch for the internet. I don't even think the new ones even have that anymore. Hmm. Well, well, when you say on-off switch for the internet, do you mean turning off Wi-Fi? On the on the edge of the the laptop, there's a little slide switch to actually engage the internet or yeah. work without it. Yeah, yeah. Well, most well, of them have function keys that do that. Yeah, that that would be yeah that there would be a uh, one of the F keys would do it. Mm-hmm. But the USB oh. ports are pretty nice. Having four of them, that's that oh is... yeah, that's generous. But then again, you can uh, compensate for that by going out and getting a USB hub. And oh, I have a couple of those, but yeah. they don't last. <laughs> so Dave, so oh, no. you have four USB ports, but nothing plugged into them. You're sure? The only thing plugged in is an HDMI cable for the TV. All right. Just right. double-checking again just in case something like is trying to boot from whatever you've got plugged into the USB Yeah, port. the other thing uh, for people listening would be like a printer that might have a USB port in it. Mm-hmm. And that will act as storage sometimes, and that sometimes will fool the computer too. Yeah, I don't even have a printer hooked up. Okay. Okay. So we'll put the link for you, Dave, to try a few things to re- recover that boot sector or that drive if possible. Otherwise, you may have to get a new new hard drive but if it's old i wouldn't have you do it if it's over five, if it's over five years old you shouldn't put too much energy into it well i had the um i had the hard drive actually replaced um oh god maybe two or three years ago okay oh it was it was during the start of COVID. so i mean it's it's still a good drive it's a solid state which i really love yeah well hmm. it's, it's good but it may not be <laughs> Is the fact that the the cable to hook to the TV could that be an issue with it when I go to boot up? I don't think so. I really doubt it, unless there's some kind of an odd electrical charge that's getting fed through it. But how? Where would that come from? I, I mean, it's yeah. we're just talking theory here. Yeah. 
no, I understand. It's just weird. The power had gone out. Mm -hmm. uh, when it came back on, I booted up, and then I had the problem. So I, I, I really don't know what, what else to ask about. But. Well, with the laptop, you've got a battery backup built in, right? So it doesn't almost matter. It shouldn't matter if the power went out or not, unless you had some sort of surge that came along to, to fry something, which could happen. No, it's possible. All right, now this is on your website? Yep, computertalkwithtab.com is where we put all of our live links. Okay, I'll check it out when I get home. Thank you very much for your time, and uh, have a great holiday. Yeah, you too, Dave. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, so in this this is the time of uh, lightning strikes. So the the reason people put what are, what are called UPSs and, and surge strips on their equipment um, has nothing to do with the lightning itself because lightning can hit your hit your house and, and it'll fly down anything it wants to to get to your device, right? You need to have some sort of, you know, protection built in to, pre to prevent any kind of damage caused like yeah. that. But what we're preventing when you put a surge strip or a UPS in, in line is the surge that comes back when the power comes back on from the power company. And that's what we're protecting against, not the lightning strike itself. Um, literally, you're, it'll come down all sorts of ways and, and blow all sorts of things up. As If you've experienced it, you'd know. Um, let's go on to uh, da -da 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 -da. Richard in Hartford has been on the longest. What's happening, Richard? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing today? Good, sir. How are you? Oh, very good. Enjoying uh, my uh, <laughs> three-day weekend here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you guys don't work on Monday, okay? You have the day off. We do, but we're technically still <laughs> available because that's, that's a geek's life. Right, right. So I got a, an email in my spam folder, and I don't know if you guys have uh, talked about it or you know about it. It's um, from the United States District Court for the Northern District of California. Oh, I hear you're in trouble, Richard. Yeah, right. Facebook Internet Tracking Litigation. It's a class action suit against um, Facebook. Mm -hmm. And uh, I Googled it, and supposedly it's legitimate. It only I only got it like four days ago. Um, and I just want to make sure if I can safely uh, put in this claim form and get my $5. <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably not legitimate. I would say uh, I would tell you to stay away from it because it's going to ask you for more information than it should probably to get your $5, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. how much is the $5 worth? I mean, uh, well, even if um, it is legitimate, do you really want to go there? Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm looking at, so I Googled um, Facebook Internet Tracking Litigation email. It's uh, several sources, including Reuters, says it's legitimate. Um, yep, I'm but, looking uh, here. It's a Chicago thing, $90 million class action lawsuit against the company. Right. Yeah, I've got a CNET article about it. But see, here's the, here's the beauty of how phishing um, emails work. They use real to get you to put in information for their own purposes. So the yeah. email could be coming from a, a nefarious source, but make it they made it look very legitimate. And then you're going to go, oh, okay, I'll put all my information in because I want my five bucks. And when you do that, you're, you've given the bad guys your information for whatever, or whatever they're asking you. Yeah. So if you really want well, to have this work, you should go to these articles that are out there from either CNET or we've got, we'll yeah, put we, them up here for you. Yeah, we can put one up. And they probably have instructions as to how you can yourself go ahead and click on there and get some of Zuckerberg's money back. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I call it because it came in the spam folder. But, I right. mean, it looks legitimate. Oh, yeah. And then when I Googled it, you know, it says it's legit. But, well, that's how it works. No, it's so it is. That's exactly this is exactly how a phishing campaign works to get you. This is exactly how it works. They yeah. use a legitimate thing in the news. 
They then put together a fake email. I can get anybody's logo. I can send you an email making it look like I'm from the FBI, and then I know you've done bad. Right? right. I mean, heck, if you li- we're all guilty of something according to the laws that have been out there since whenever. We're, we're literally all guilty of something. So I could send you an email saying, you did this, you did that. Hey, fill this out. And you're going to be like, yeah, that does look legitimate. Right? So don't fall for it. You're, this is exactly how phishing schemes work. Uh, the CNET article that I found contains links to actually submit a claim to the legitimate, um, I guess, law firm that's handling it. Well, or we'll, we'll put that in quotes because they're getting all the money, really. Well, right. You're getting five bucks and they're getting $45 million. Right. I mean, <laughs> if you if you do feel like actually going for your five bucks, right. this article will guide you to the right place for that. Okay. All right. I'll check that out. Yeah, All right. Appreciate don't, it. Don't use the email, Richard. Don't do it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's why I call. I mean, I've been listening to you guys for a long time. And I'm glad you yeah, did because this I is... know not to, to click on links. And, yeah. you know, a lot of stuff lands in my spam folder. And this right. is one that I this, wanted to call about. This is exactly the best thing you taught you did for everybody because you're like, hey, it's legit. It, right. A portion of it is. <laughs> All and right. I also wanted to alert your, your listeners. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, have a great um, Fourth of July, and we'll talk again sometime, perhaps. Very, yeah. Thank you, <laughs> okay, Richard. You too. Thanks for doing, calling in, man. All right, All right. Yep. bye bye. Yeah, because he made it. He just showed you exactly how phishing works. This is exactly yep. how they, they do it. They use a legitimate hook to do an illegitimate thing to you, right? Yep. And people will put it in for five bucks. I mean, I understand gasoline is ridiculously expensive, but. It's not worth it. Let's go to uh, take a quick break. Get back to more of your calls. Tom and Harwinton, hang on. We'll be right back. And we're back. This is Computer Talk with Tom. <laughs> I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And uh, Dennis is Dennis Halnon, one of the employee owners of tab computer systems he came in and helps me comes in and helps me out with your computer problems comments questions and concerns and that's carolyn on the controls uh serving up some uh patriotic music for our fourth of july weekend let's get online feel feel free to get online guys you have four lines open 860-522-9842 is the number we're here till 11 o'clock and we'd love to help you out with your computer problems comments questions and concerns otherwise we talk about our kids and our cats and that is no fun let's go to tom in harwinton there you go, Tom. What can we do for you, sir? Good morning, Eric and Dennis. How are you doing? Doing fine. Good. Good. So, um, yeah, you have a new call screener, so I thought I'd break her in, right, with the Harwinton thing. <laughs> nice, nice job. She's, yeah. 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 I know you know. She's very trainable. But if she yeah. put the G in it, okay, I'd so, say it. Two quick things. I got a letter and an email from Charter last week about how they upped my uh, speed from 100 to 200 megabits mm-hmm. uh, per second. So yeah. I, I went online and I got three different sites bookmarked where I can do a speed test. Mm-hmm. So I tested the Chrome, Brave, and Firefox browsers, yeah. and none of them are even close to that. They're just what they've always been. Ah. Um, how come I'm not seeing something closer to 200 than 100? Uh I can think of two reasons. Number one, maybe they haven't really started the 200 megabit feed for you yet at your location. They might have started rolling it out in your area, but they haven't set up all the router tables to get that out to you. The other thing that I'm thinking of is that maybe your modem is not capable of picking up 
the higher speed. Right. So should I ask them to replace my modem? Yeah. I mean, you should call them and say, hey, you guys sent me a letter saying you improved my speed, but my my speed is not improved. Right. And, and th- they'll take care of that. Yeah, they, they should help you out. Okay. Uh, I mean, 100 is perfectly fine for what I do. I mean, I certainly don't need a 200, but if they're giving it to me, why not take it? Sure. You're technically okay, so the other right. thing I wanted to mention is a lot of times people call in and they have problems with Microsoft Office. Mm-hmm. Why is it that you don't recommend they use something like Libre Office or Open Office? You know they're both open source software, and mm-hmm. they work basically the same. There's hardly any difference, if there is any. The only difference I ever saw was the extension on documents is a little bit different, but you can convert it, and when it converts, it looks the way it always looked. So get away from Microsoft Office. Why pay for it when there's free software? Well, here I've used those products, okay? Mm-hmm. And they are interoperable with Office to a degree. The problem is that sometimes you open up a document and it just does not look the way it's intended. Really? And I know, yeah, I, I've seen it. Um, if you, especially if you open up a, a LibreOffice presentation in um, in PowerPoint, you're, you're going to get a mess. It, it just by definition, you're going to get a mess. Mm-hmm. It does uh-huh. not. It it's there are a lot of limitations within the programs. Okay, mm-hmm. and the Libre people do a very good job of trying to emulate Office, but they never quite get there, and. You know, for a lot of home users, LibreOffice is great. Yeah. And I'll tell you to use it. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to tell you to use it. But if you're sending documents to people, um, if you are a business that's sending documents to other businesses, you've got to have confidence that what you're sending them is going to be what you intend it to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that just doesn't happen if you're starting out with LibreOffice. And often we're always talking with our business hats on because that's what we do. Our yeah, we're job. we're th- we're thinking from a business point of view. Yeah. But like I said, it, f- you are correct that LibreOffice and a lot of those other alternatives are fine for home users, and they're free. And they are free. They're very nice. They're very simple, and they and we'll, do a nice job. And we'll link them again. Happy to. Yeah. Well, I mean, my usage is very simple. I only use Word documents, and I got a couple of spreadsheets. So I don't do anything fancy with it. But from what I've seen, and I didn't know businesses might have issues based mm-hmm. on using things I don't use, it seems to work perfectly fine. Yeah. No, that's great, yeah. Tom. You're you're exactly right. All right. Well, you guys have a nice weekend. Yeah, you yeah. too, sir. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, but, you know, on the, on the speed issue there, he's right. You know, you're, 200 megabits is definitely better than 100 megabits. He may not even see the difference, though, if he's not using much. But he may as well get what they're, what they're saying they're giving. Sure, him, why not? Um, so that when the bill goes up, he knows why. <laughs> uh, let's go to Tom in Newington here at the top of the hour. You may have to get your question in and then answer it after the news. But what you got, Tom? Oh, uh, yeah. my it, it, I have a problem. When I turn my computer on, it takes an awful long time to... Come on, is there something I could do to change that? Uh, I don't know what it just happened recently, and it takes an awful long time to to, to, well, to boot up. Well, what is it that's what is it that's happening? What is nothing, the part of the process happens. that's slow? Nothing happens when I when I turn on. I just have to wait and wait and wait. Uh, are you getting any kind of no, a nothing, nothing. post screen or anything? No, nothing. It's just a blank screen. 
All right, so he's got something in your startup that is just timing out. Like it's maybe you had a printer connected and it's waiting for the printer to respond or uh, some sort of peripheral or some software is taking a second to uh, respond and the machine's waiting. How many minutes would you say it takes to come well, out? It takes a good five minutes anyways. That's a long time. That's a long time. Is it Windows 10, I assume? Windows 10, yeah. All right, we're going to put you on hold if it's okay. You do a little bit of okay. research to see if we can find some reasons as to why that might be and give you some, 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 okay. some suggestions. It. All right, thanks. we'll put Tom on hold. And uh, let you guys know that there are three lines open. Feel free to get online, 860-522-9842 during the news with Morgan. And we'll do our best to help you out with those questions, comments, and concerns. Everything we've talked about is posted over at computertalkwithtab.com, which is the name of the show.com. And we share it out there on Facebook. Mike G is posting it over there on Facebook. If Zuckerberg deems it worthy, it'll get to your news feed as long as you're not in Australia. We'll be right back. <laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.